Hey guys, Bryce here from Flex Cortex. All content on the Flex Cortex podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not a substitution for medical advice from a qualified health professional. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of Flex Cortex. Today I'm joined by Taylor Temple. So Taylor is the owner of Mind and Body by Temple. Uh, she's currently working out of Edmonton, um, for the most part just online, but a little bit of in-person for what I know as well. So today we're talking about the different pillars of health and how they all tie together. Um, this will be a good episode, so thanks for tuning in and making the time obviously to come on too. I appreciate that. Okay, right on. Thanks, Bryce. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so the uh, just to kick it off, I guess, a little bit of backstory on you is what inspired you to get into personal training? Yeah, um, so from a young age, I grew up playing sports, which is a huge, huge thing for me. Um, personal training actually stems from my passion. I grew up with a really sick mom and kind of okay. watched her give her energy to everybody and never invest in herself. So and that was a good example of what not to do. So that kind of struck the passion in me to kind of pursue my passions in the health and fitness industry. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, at least something positive came from it. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. How So how long have you actually been doing training for? Personal training, eight years, been in the gym for over 10 years. Okay. Okay. So I was, I was trying to think how long it's actually been because uh, I know before you were at, you were at Good Life. Yeah. Um, so how long were you actually at Good Life for? I was with Good Life for five years. Before that, I did personal contracting out of Dow Centennial Center in Port Saskatchewan. Okay. And then where are you right now? Because you're still doing in-person or are you not doing any in-person currently? So right now, through Mind and Body by Temple, I'm doing in-home personal training. Cool. And then I'm also managing a gym right now. So I'm doing small group training out of the barbell base. Oh, okay. Is that... Um... Maybe refresh my memory on that. Is that Anthony's gym? No, it is. It sure is. Okay, 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 okay. How's that been? It's been wicked. It's a good time. Um, tons yeah. of energy and small group training, so it's been a blast. Where is that gym located? I'm not really familiar with that uh, gym. I mean, I heard from it from Kyle. So I knew that Kyle mentioned that he had opened up a gym, but yeah, a Westmount area, so West Edmonton. Okay, right on, right on. Um, so what made you want to actually? leave good life i know that you were there for quite a long time um so what made you want to leave i mean obviously with what you're wanting to share what you're willing to share um but what made you want to leave good life initially great question so it wasn't so much what made me want to leave um i'm so thankful for good life and all the opportunities they gave me mm. like hell yeah they have a great education system behind them um it yep. hit a point was if I can take my club to top in Western Canada during a pandemic, what can I do for me? You know? Yeah. And I craved more. I still crave more. So it's tapping into what you're truly capable of. And that's kind of why I hit the ground running. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh good life was my first job out of, out of PT school. So um, I tell anybody that wants to get into PT that the commercial gym is probably the best place to get into mm -hmm. just because you, like you have so much traffic with people and, uh, like you mentioned before, like all the courses and the education they usually have through the gyms are uh, crazy because like they have managed to get a lot of deals going. Like I know Shallow's coming through and they're doing pre-script stuff with Movadi now. 
Um, nice. Because I know that they're doing that with Good Life before as well, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, like even just those small little things, and like Pat Davidson's coming too. Uh, I think I think he's coming in April. Um, so all those little things that maybe you wouldn't normally have if you weren't in the commercial gym space, right? Oh, without a doubt, it's a great stepping stone. And especially if it's your first PT job, you're surrounded mm-hmm. by like-minded individuals. Like what yeah. other environment can you pick other professionals' brains for free? That's actually what I was just going to say. That's what I do. Yeah, is like yeah. all the people that are like obviously my – because I think you can learn something from anybody that you talk to. It doesn't really matter which level they come in because they have other life experiences that obviously got them to where they are. Mm-hmm. But I will always like talk to people that are like level fours or like level fives or I'll just pick their brain, see what their training style is like. Maybe they have some different methods that I've never used myself or um, things that I can learn from them. So that's usually the the approach. So it's it's cool that you mentioned that. Um, so what made you want to like initially broaden your scope? Cause I know before you were just doing the, um, like in person, like mainly just the, the fitness aspect of it. Um, but what made you want to broaden that and like work with like mental health and work with, um, I know you do like lots of meditation stuff. I know what you're doing, like a, like a hiking series for a while too, which is really awesome. So, um, what made you want to branch off and kind of broaden the people that you work with? Yeah. Well, that kind of taps back into it. Like Growing up, I had a really sick mom um, who never really was around because she was too ill to be there. So I think having that really just sparked the passion and the fire in me to start helping other women how to properly take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And then personally, three years ago now, I went through a pretty terrible divorce and had to rebuild myself. And it's if I can do that for myself and help other women do this and accomplish that, then that's how I'm going to get my fulfillment. And I kind of branched out. that dynamic yeah yeah. because i mean obviously you know but like the physical aspect of it is just like a a byproduct right Mm -hmm. Um, i'd say the mental health is probably the top priority when you're actually exercising regularly or engaging in some sort of um, physical activity right so i think it's it's really good that you take that approach because there's a lot of things that a lot of trainers don't look at and i think that that's one of the the most overlooked aspect of just health in, in general, right, is the the mental aspect. Without a doubt. Like, the hardest part of getting to the gym isn't the workout. It's actually showing up, right? That's the yeah. hardest part of the gym. And I yeah. truly believe, like, every transformation we ever experience in life starts with our mind. So, like, if we can yeah. make that a priority, you're killing it. Oh, it's just a matter of getting there, right? And, like, a matter of committing. And I think – well, there's one thing that I always use with people that I talk to a good life now, or like we just, we used to talk to a good life, but I'm a body now would be like, I think it was a good life thing though. It was like 160 hours in a week. It's like 40 of them. You're, you're working 40 of them. You're sleeping. Um, let's say like, you know, if you're driving, let's say like maybe 10 hours of that you're driving in a week. So what are you doing with the other time? Right. Mm-hmm. So when people that say like, I don't have time to train or like my life is too busy, it's like, well, just based off of that equation roughly. Right. How can you not fit in like three hours a week of training? And it's not that they don't have time. It's that the priorities are out of line, right? Yeah. Yeah. So usually if they're not buying from you, it's just because you weren't able to help fulfill that need that they're able to, that they need to have fulfilled, right? In that sense. And is it not buying from you because it's not the need or did you just not hit their why, right? Like everybody has that why. Everybody wants to live a a happy and healthy life. It's just figuring out, okay, what's their why? 
yeah, there's a good chance that you just weren't able to, like you said before, um, get like the true why of why they want to actually be exercising because, I mean, people have vanity reasons, but the the vanity reasons aren't usually that the actual reasons as to why they're in front of you. No. So it's actually figuring out, like, I actually have had lots of consults where we didn't do, like, any floor work. We just, like, it was lots of it was just actually just talking and figuring out, like, why they're actually coming in to see me. And because then you're actually, like, building rapport too, right? You're, you're building rapport. Um, you're able to actually connect with them, and you're able to actually build that relationship. Those are usually the best consults too. Yeah. Okay. Whereas the ones are like super fast and you're like, cause if, if it's super fast, it's super fast for a reason. That's what I usually think. Yeah. You didn't dig deep enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or they're just like closed off or like, usually if they're too closed off, I feel like they're not ready. Yeah. Um, and like, that's, that's totally normal. That's totally fine if you're not ready. Um, cause I mean, it takes, you have to be at a certain point within your, within your own journey and within yourself to actually be able to commit to Cause like, I mean, it's so much more, obviously, you know, um, than just actually going to the gym. Like, what do you, what about nutrition? Nutrition is probably the, the biggest aspect. And then obviously the, uh, the sleep and the, and the recovery work. And then obviously the, the mental aspect that you cover a lot. Well, as well. It's a ripple effect. It's all connected. Yeah. You just need to learn how to take care of yourself. Like, especially yeah. with the fitness industry, it's become so overcomplicated with, Hey, try this. You know that all the fads that are going out right now, same yeah. thing with the exercises. Yeah. Like, what is this yeah. fancy shit, right? Let's go back to the basics <laughs> and learn how to properly yeah. just take care of ourselves. It's not rocket science. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like every new trainer tries to reinvent the wheel when they come out of school, right? You're trying to do stuff that you've seen online, or you're like trying to mix modalities and do stuff that's never been seen before because you're trying to have like the next viral thing yeah but like the just have your like clients see progress like that's the biggest thing is like have your clients see progress and you'll get referrals and you'll build a solid foundation from there you don't need to have a viral video that gets like a bunch of views and likes no and like think about your average client and like the fancy trends and fads right now would they be able to do any of that no do they have a hard time bending <laughs> over most of the time? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like stick yeah. to the basics. They work. Don't reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Most of them have back pain, have knee pain. And like the biggest thing is just making sure that they can actually have those things alleviated. Like let's say that making them move with no with no pain is like the biggest thing. That should be like your top priority. You shouldn't you shouldn't be trying to have them super shredded or have them super jacked and end of the day like as long as they're able to do stuff with their family and being able to like do stuff at home with like with, with relative ease and like no challenge like that's the biggest thing so it's it's a uh, it's so important because like myself even included like i came out of school and i was trying to flex do a bunch of stuff that i was like oh this will impress people right like end of the day though like the basics were there for a reason like the fundamentals for a reason <laughs> straight up that's exactly yeah. it yeah and that's that's whenever people ask me like oh um well what should i do for like schooling like i always just tell them it's you just need to go into like do something like it doesn't really matter what kind of schooling you do but as long as you have the mindset and as long as you have an open mind when you come out of it like be willing to learn like we mentioned before be willing to like talk to other trainers like at the gym you're working at and like almost kind of use it as like a mentorship opportunity, right? Like use them, use their knowledge. And like more often than not, people will be very happy to, to try to like take you under their wing and like teach you. Even if it's like not like a, not for pay or anything. Like I'm, like I'm flattered if people ask me, 
like about stuff. Like I think it's cool. Like if somebody asks me why I'm doing something, like I'm more than happy to explain. Right. Of course, it's your passion. That's why you're in the in the industry, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. If we can help the people that are around us that are currently in this industry, it just elevates the game so much more, right? Yeah. So I've talked to a lot of other people about um, competing, and I know that body dysmorphia is a very a very large aspect of like bodybuilding, right? Um, was that something that you kind of dealt with personally, or is that like maybe something that steered you away from competing? Like, I'm not sure if you have interest in competing again or, or not, but. All right. Okay. So we're tapping into this one. Um, love competing, passionate about it, respect everybody that does it, but you're exactly right. It's like a huge mindset thing. After you compete, it's mm-hmm. hard because you see your body in peak performance, the most shredded you've ever had or ever been. Right. Yeah. And then you start to gain weight and like, you may still look amazing when you walk into a room full of average people, but to yourself, you've seen yeah. yourself at your best and that's what you're always comparing yourself to. So definitely it is hard after a show to actually fix mm-hmm. your mindset and tr- like transform your mindset and get back to how you were. Oh yeah. That's hard. Myself personally, I choose happiness over competing again. Um, yeah. so at this time it doesn't fit my lifestyle maybe no, one day down the road, but I look in the mirror and I'm happy and like, I love myself. And I think that's more important than, trying to go into bodybuilding again yeah yeah i just i've talked to a lot of people and they they love how they looked like during peak week and like just even being that lean and then like you said you you recomp a little bit and then you're like you're heavier which is normal because you need to maintain a lower body fat year round like you can't maintain stage weight obviously in stage conditioning um so like obviously that's a very i think again like it's an overlooked aspect of bodybuilding i think that also that unhealthy relationship created with food. So I think that that's, um, it's good that you got to the point where you're, you know, able to live a healthy life and not being able to want to compete. Um, Again, it should be for you, right? It shouldn't be for anybody else around you, which I think people get so caught up in it and fixated on competing for other people and for that gratification, right? Um, Well, the unfortunate part is, is like, And I say this, I respect everybody in bodybuilding. I love and appreciate the sport so much, but the concept behind it, you work your ass off to step on stage almost naked and have people you've never met judge you and tell you how good you are, right? The concept behind it is very deteriorating, actually. Yeah, and they could they could just like a certain look more than yours. And like, they, that's why they could win. And like, I mean, you could even, you could come in in the best conditioning of your life. Like, but if they see somebody beside you and they're like, Oh, they have a little bit of a better shape than you do for this class. Then like, that's what they're going to base it off of. Right. Yeah. So you have no interest in competing in any time future hey? or near in the near future at all. Right now. It just doesn't fit my lifestyle. Yeah. No. Just focus more. What is your like training goal? Like as of currently right now, like what are you trying to work towards? Working towards right now. Um, I want to do a three twenty five squat. So that's kind of what nice. I'm building up to. Um, I'd like to do that by like March. Yeah. So that's what I'm building up to right now. Would you hit Reese? You hit, um, did you hit a three plate recently? Yeah, I did 315. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it was easy, wasn't it? squat and 225 front squat. That's cool. Yeah. Strength. Strength is cool. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a little badass, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People seem to not be so afraid of gaining weight. You got to, to gain a little bit, a little bit of weight to, to get stronger. You got to gain some weight. So 
Definitely. You have to have some horsepower behind it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mass moves mass, right? Yeah. Um, so are there any like coaching drills that you could share with some of the listeners here that maybe you've used with your clients? Um, I guess even just like breathwork drills or uh, just any kind of drills to maybe like kind of bring their stress levels down at the end of like a work day. Um, again, stuff that maybe you've been able to use with their clients, your clients that have seen success in, um, in that regard. Yeah, actually. So kind of what I had planned to cover with you today was more so coming from a gratitude standpoint. So I cool. want to, I think this is great and I think anybody can do this. So I think everybody's fully capable of practicing gratitude and the science behind it is real. Like it actually works. Um, so have you heard the saying that we create our own reality? Yeah, I have. Okay. So like our words are powerful. So when we repeat things to ourselves or we do certain behaviors, we're actually like strengthening the neural network in our mind. Okay. So now if we wake up and we were to write down five things that we're grateful for every morning, we're now strengthening those pathways. So now going through about your day, you're now creating a positive outlook. So it's actually from a science standpoint, rewires your thinking. So I think a great technique that I get all of my clients to do that helped me get through my divorce was keeping okay. a gratitude journal by my bedside table and okay. starting every day by writing off writing down five things that you're grateful for. Sounds simple in theory, but I think it, uh, again, it changes your whole outlook on that day. And you're also starting your day with something positive instead of like something that stresses you out. Right. So like Bryce, when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you Mm -hmm. say and be honest. (laughs) If it's really early, I'm like, I'm tired. I want to go back to sleep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Or like you throw the app yeah. bomb out there. You're like, fuck, right. You got to get yeah, up the alarm. <laughs> the alarm goes off or the worst is if you wake up five minutes before your alarm goes off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like yeah. imagine if you chose, you caught yourself saying that and you said, no, wait, I am thankful mm-hmm. that I have the opportunity to pursue my passions. I am thankful that I get to wake up today. I am thankful True. for this fucking cozy bed. I am thankful for this coffee. (laughs) I'm going to chug on my way to work. And I am thankful for my client and the opportunity, right? How would that flip your perspective? You'd be more optimistic and ready to take on the day versus dreading the day. Exactly. 5 a.m. or 10 a.m. It definitely just changes your outlook. And it can change the energy with your client too, right? Like that first client's usually the hardest one to be like at peak peak performance for because it's your first client of the day <laughs> without a doubt and you think they're bringing their yeah. a, uh, a game to that early session hell no so you've got like negative energy negative energy but if you come in with that positive outlook and you're like fuck yeah we're here this is an opportunity <laughs> we're bettering your life right now how is that going to change the dynamic of that session 100 it'll make them want to stay with you retention will be better right because they can tell if you're physically and mentally there or not right i mean obviously you're physically there but if you're if your head's somewhere else and you're not thinking on them or and like focusing on their actual session mm-hmm. then they might not want to work with you longer term right that makes sense right boom yeah just like that so like we talked about the science behind gratitude and kind of how you can implement it in your day-to-day now more accountability aspects of it so we can sit here and we can talk about yeah do gratitude but it's more the long game You can do it for Mm -hmm. one day, two days, three days, but then one day you're not going to do it and then you fall off, right? 
It's like little yeah. tips and tricks that you can do for yourself. I get my clients yeah. to set alarms in their phone. Hey, first thing in the morning, boom, set an alarm in your phone. Five things you're grateful for. Okay. I have yeah. a mind and body by temple Facebook page that people can join that I do daily gratitude on. Boom. Guess what? That's another aspect. Um, having a friend or a loved one, send them a text first thing in the morning and get that relationship going between the two of you. So now you have an accountability partner, little things like that. Um, yeah. And I even have clients that will set alarms in their phone throughout the day with little reminders of things that they're grateful for. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because they're more likely to stick with it if it can affect other aspects of their life too, like relationships, especially, right? Everything. It affects everything. Interesting. Okay. I'll try that tomorrow. <laughs> Definitely. Send it to me. I'm on you. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Because I've actually been doing um, a cold shower every morning, like to start my day. Because who else does it? Steffi Cohen does it. And, I, and she's like, I start off my day with something uncomfortable. So then that way I'm ready to take on uncomfortable challenges for that day. And I, I liked the thought process of it. Um, so like every morning I've been trying to do that for, I guess, probably the past two or three months. Nice. It, Good. Has it been working? It sucks, I guess I should ask. It does. Yeah, it does work because like, I'm like, okay, if I can, if I can jump into a cold shower in this cold bathroom, then yeah, I can do anything else that I, would be challenging today. Right on. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Add gratitude awesome. to the list, my friend. There you go. Uh, all right. I'll try it. I'll try it. And I will send you a message because an accountability partner. Right on. Awesome. Awesome. So what are some of the, uh, to wrap, wrap it up for today, Yeah. Um, what are some current things you have on the go? Um, coaching services, stuff in the works. Um, at the same time, we'll, we'll kind of plug your social media. So plug your Instagram, plug your website so people can find you and keep up to date with all that stuff. Right on. Yeah. Um, so currently what I'm doing is I do in-home personal training. Um, so that's one of my services. And then I do online mind and body coaching. So it's more, I'm targeting women. So women who are tired, who are giving their energy to everybody else and putting themselves last on their priority list. So what okay. I'm doing is I'm empowering them to invest in themselves and kind of fill their own cup. So then they're able to yeah. overflow to everybody else um, instead of hmm. having nothing left in the tank for themselves. So I do right mind on. and body coaching through that. Cool. Yeah. I mean, obviously like I would highly recommend you to anybody that's looking for that kind of training, right? That's like coaching. So if I know anybody, I will happily send them your way. Thank you. And Bryce, what are you currently working on? Um, so, well, I'm still at Movadi. Uh, I'm pretty much full there. Um, but then as far as like my own personal stuff, uh, the B3 stuff is an ongoing thing. Um, trying to keep t content pretty regular. Um, posting, again, probably three times a week I'm trying to anyways. <laughs> Good. Um, and then probably some merch in the works. Yeah. There you go. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Some more merch in the works. Um, and then also just trying to do um, podcasts whenever I can and try to meet more like-minded people that I can learn from and that can give the listeners some value. That's honestly it. Just trying to push to be better every every day and every week, right? We love that. Right on. Yeah. But uh, uh, what's your what's your Instagram and um, all that stuff for people that want to check it out? Yeah. So Instagram is mind.bodybytemple. Um okay. Website is www.mindbodybytemple. Cool. Email mind.bodybytemple at gmail.com. Cool. So I think you have a link tree, right? So I'll link toss tree, a link right? tree into the, I'll toss a link tree into the um, description of the podcast. So for those of you that want to check it out, um, that'll be for there for your convenience. Right on. Okay. Thanks for having me. 
thanks for coming on. I guess I'll talk to you tomorrow, hey? Yes, you will. You will. You will. <laughs> Have a good one. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you.